The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, empowering believers through teaching, preaching, and demonstration of the uncompromised Word of God to fulfill their highest calling and change this world through Jesus Christ, to glorify God in all we do, to train up and send out believers, to cover the whole earth with the knowledge of the Lord. Welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith. Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have another exciting teaching for you today. Now, this is a teaching that is a revelation to the body of Christ. Now, when I say revelation, I mean taken from Luke chapter 17. They asked Jesus, when is the kingdom of God going to come? He says, hey, it cometh not by observation. Neither shall you say, lo here or lo there. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Praise God. So what he's saying, it doesn't come by observation, by outside. It comes by revelation. You see, God has spoken everything he wants to do through the old covenant. Now, the old covenant gives us a new covenant or New Testament model, and it's called kings and priests. You see, God put his people in this earth to take over this earth, to be in charge. They are to establish his kingdom here in this earth. Now, in doing that, these kings and priests come together. Now, I define that for you. I've said that the priests are the ones that actually receive the vision from God. They do the praying. They take care of the, the house of God. They take care of the widow, the strangers at the gate, the orphans, and so forth. The kings are the ones who go out and actually go against the enemies of God and get the spoil of God and bring it back in. So now the kings go out and get the provision. The priests get the vision from God and put those together for the advancement of the kingdom. It is a powerful teaching. Now, you're either a king or a priest, so you need to listen to this because both of them are anointed. It's a time for us to move forward in the kingdom of God and have this kingdom of God to take over this earth, and God has chosen you to do it. Praise the Lord. Let's go into it. It's called Kings and Priests. Let's go right into it. So Nebuchadnezzar had this dream. So now Daniel's going to tell Nebuchadnezzar what he dreamed. Because Daniel here went to the Lord. The Lord showed Daniel what it meant. Showed Daniel what he dreamed and what it meant. Look at verse 31. Thou, O king, sawest and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee. And the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold. His breast and arms of silver. His belly and his thighs of brass his legs of iron, his feet part iron, part clay. Thou sawest that till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and break them into pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, and the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away and there was no place found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole what? Earth. This was what he dreamed. And this was the picture of the kingdom of God 
filling the whole earth. This was consistent with the prophecy that came forth from Isaiah that said the government shall be upon his shoulder. Talking about Jesus. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. So Adam was functioning in the kingdom in the garden, lost it. Got put out of the garden. Jesus brought the kingdom back. Now the kingdom is coming in you. And God wants the full expression of himself and the kingdom of God in this earth. And when I say full expression, not only the full expression in you, in the body of Christ, but the full expression through the body of Christ. The full expression of something being the glory of God. Are you with me still? So now he had a head of gold. That arms and, and chest of silver. Belly and thighs of brass. Legs of iron and then feet of iron, part iron, part clay. What are those? Kingdoms. Now in Revelation it says that the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our God. That God is not here to take sides. He's here to take over. Okay? He's not here to fix a broken economic system. He's here to replace it. Okay? Now, in this head of gold representing the Babylonian government system, which was dictatorship. The, the breast and the breast and the and the arms of silver representing the second kingdom after the Babylonian kingdom, Medo-Persian kingdom, which was the rule of law. Okay? Now we went on down. Now I'm only saying that this image was a revelation of the complete kingdom. Now I don't have time to go into that. You just have to get to take. But listen. So, now he's telling you what kind of kingdom this is. Turn to Matthew's gospel, chapter 8, please. Verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou should come on, shouldest come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say unto this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he what? Doeth it. All right. Here is this is a revelation. Here is Jesus, the centurion stopped him and said, hey, uh, my servant lies at home sick of the palsy. He said, I'll come and heal him. He said, you don't need to come to the house. He said, just speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Watch this. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I said to one, go, and he goes, another come, and he comes, and another do this, and he doeth it. 
Now, he was, let me add one word and it'll help you. I am also a man under authority. You see what he's saying? He is saying the reason why I have authority is because I'm under authority. Now, if I get out from under authority, I really have no authority. And the reason why he said, Jesus, you got that authority because you are under authority. That is a revelation for you because the kingdom of God is not a democracy. No voting booths cannot vote. Those kingdoms are gone. I'm talking about in, in Daniel now. See? All them kingdoms. Every one of them. Every one of them went up and were blown away. One kingdom remained. The kingdom of God. And it's not a democracy. And it's kind of hard for Western people. I'm talking about the Americans and to, to, to really fathom that because they don't come from a, a rulership of monarchy. They, they have a Congress and they have senators and so forth and they make rules and so forth and so on. And all three of the branches of government get together. But not so in the kingdom. The three branches are Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost and they all agree. Are, are you following what I'm saying? Now, when they lay down something, it's called a command. And, and they're not looking for you to give your opinion of it. See, are you following what I'm saying? And, and when it says uh, you, you want some authority, but many times people don't want to come under authority. The Bible said that Jesus, and in Philippians chapter 2, it says Jesus was obedient all the way to death. See, he was obedient. He never, he said, I only do what I see my father do. So no matter how bad things got, he never got off from under what? Authority. And he never lost what? Authority. So he could speak to a storm and it quit. Why? Because he's under authority. Come on now. But when the Bible says, husbands, love your wives, that's not a suggestion. He is saying that if you want some authority, you're going to have to come under authority. See, and he didn't say love them if you feel like it. Ain't no voting. Ain't no my opinion of it. He don't even want to hear what you got to say. He didn't said what he got to say. Now, are you, are you following what I'm saying now? Now, this is, this is where it is, folks. And when you read in here, now we're talking about the difference between saved and sanctified. Because you may be saved, but is Jesus your Lord? See, is he your Lord? Because when he's your Lord, then you 
come under authority. And a lot of God's people haven't gotten anywhere because, oh, they're praising the Lord, all right. But the deal is, are you under authority? Because you can fool me, but you can't fool the one who's the sovereign, almighty God. And it don't work no other way. Now, I'm saying all this for a reason, because we're going to go somewhere with this here. Okay? So, now, what we got to do is we got to come back into the same mindset and come back and deal with this thing the way that the scriptures deal with it because Jesus... If he's not Lord in your life, he cannot fully express himself through you. Are you have what I'm saying? So if you start doing business with him, he's going to start doing business for you. So you fall into prayer and want him to answer that prayer, but you ain't done what he said all day. I, I, do you follow what I'm saying? See, there's a reason why people haven't gone anywhere. Now, it, it may look to you like they're trying and they're all religious, but so were the Pharisees. Jesus said, if you love the Father, you'd love me. All right, can we keep going here? So God has set up an order here. And in this order... He has put men in charge. Now, when I say men, I mean in the generic sense. Men in charge. All right, let's go to Numbers chapter 12, please. Now, if I step on your toes, Jesus is a healer and he's in the house and he'll take care of You follow what I'm saying? Somebody going to jump up and leave the church? You ain't under authority. And you going somewhere and you, you, you go to places, God will lead you there. And he may lead you into a place where you didn't know why. You said, well, you know, am I supposed to really be here? Now, you know you feel supposed to be here and in and, and sense that you're supposed to be here. But you're looking around, see, and, and you make an evaluation based on the man, based on the people. I'm going to show you this because they made an evaluation and it got them in a lot of trouble. Come on. All right. Look what it says here in Numbers chapter 12 and verse 1. And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Now they didn't put it in there twice. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Has he not spoken also by us? And the Lord did what? The Lord heard it. Now, who brought him out of Egypt? Moses. God used who? Moses. A man. Didn't he bring him out? By great deliverance. But he brought him out. Now they're out there cutting up. Now they're looking at a man. 
And let me tell you something. That is a trick. When I'm up there in that pulpit, or I'm up here preaching to you now, don't look at the man. Because the man may not measure up. I may not have on the right tie for you. I may not be the right height for you. I may not be the right color for you. I may not have the right pedigree for you, but I'm the man. I'm the one that he's anointed to bring the word of God to you. Don't make me preach this up in here. The devil will help you find flaws and help you make an excuse to leave. And that means you're out from under the sovereign covering of God in the wrong place. And that ain't going to help you at all. Okay, let me, let me finish. All right, now. So, so let's look at this now. Now what we got to do now is understand that there was a handful of priests in the Old Testament called Levites and a multitude of kings, which were the rest of the tribes of Israel. And they were to work together the priests providing vision, the kings providing provision. Now, these were to come together and they're supposed to really uh, operate so that God could get his work done of whatever he want done in the earth. And the same thing about you and me, that God now has brought us together so that we can advance or expand his kingdom. All right, let's look at Matthew chapter 6, please. Matthew's gospel chapter 6. You remember the scripture that says, the measure that you meet will be measured back to you? In other words, however you receive him is the way he's going to work for you. See, and if you don't fully trust him, then he ain't going to fully trust you. Say covenant, somebody. Covenant is that kind of deal. Covenant is a two-way street, folks. That's why I had to tell you that biblical prosperity or kingdom prosperity is not a promise. It's a covenant. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6 and look down here at verse 31. Therefore, take no thoughts saying. Now, that thought should be, if you can put the word, anxious thought. What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first, what? The kingdom of God, and his, what? Righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. If you look at the message translation, it says, seek God's priority. And God's priority is the advancement of his kingdom. As a matter of fact, some people wanted to follow him and they said, hey, Jesus, we want to follow you, but let me go back first and bury my relative, whatever. He said, let the dead bury the dead. 
Remember what he said? He said, anyone that's following me and put his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. He's talking about following him. Now I'm just saying that he's not trying to be hard here. What he's trying to say is there is a priority of God's work over and above everything else. Now, so both of these offices are anointed. And what we brought out last time is that when we subconsciously or unconsciously, many times the kings feel guilty because they have not, they are not in the pulpit and, and doing those things from the pulpit, even though in kings, uh, let's say somebody wants to give a Bible study at their um, job. That's fine. Let's say somebody wants to lay hands on the sick at their job. Fine. That, that, you, you're a king. You can do that because you got the anointing in you as well. But when it comes to direction and timing of God and the vision of God, that is given to the priest. Let's go there. Let's go over to 1 Kings chapter 18, please. The prophet Elijah now is talking to Ahab. Here's what he said in verse 41. And Elijah said, get thee up and drink, for there's a sound of abundance of rain. And Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Now let's just stop right there. Two things I want you to see. It had been a drought for three and a half years. Yet, the man of God heard rain. The priest is to hear things that the king can't hear. Got it? Now, also... He said to Ahab, get up, eat and drink, so forth. Did Ahab go eat and drink? Notice how he trusted the word of the priest. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, I'm saying, why? Why, What did God do? He put leadership in your in your uh, midst because that's his way of doing things. He didn't say I'm perfect. He said I'm anointed. Come on now. Now turn with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20 please. Now I want you to see this, see? See, because even though Ahab was wicked, somebody say wicked. Did he trust the man of God? Yep. Every word he spoke. Every word he spoke. He knew if the man of God said it, he's anointed that God going to bring it to pass. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, Jesus is the head of the body And we are the body of Christ and we are under his authority. Now what happens is God gives the vision to the priest and the kings go out and get the provision for the vision. And the purpose of the vision is to establish or advance the kingdom of God in this world and to replace this world order. You see, the kingdom of God is in every born again believer. 
And when kings and priests are not walking in that calling, humanity suffers. You see, God wants his kingdom established in this earth. He wants to manifest or fill this earth with the full expression of his glory. And we're the ones that he's chosen to do that. So these kings and priests, both are anointed, must come together and work together with, with proper and mutual respect for one another to establish God's kingdom in this earth. It's a powerful teaching. The address and phone number are on your screen. I tell you, order this one right away. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. You see, my friend, we're in the last days. We're in the time that God's kingdom must be established. So you see, people have been suffering from poverty and suffering from, from sickness and suffering from rejection and so forth. Like God has an answer. It's in the kingdom of God. And we're the ones God has called for this hour to establish his kingdom. Now, all of that takes not only vision, but provision. And you are either one or the other, either a king or a priest. Whatever the calling is, you're anointed to advance his kingdom throughout the earth. So this partnership and working together is essential for the body of Christ in this hour. It's a powerful teaching. Again, the address and phone number are on your screen. Order it right away. We got people standing by. We're going to turn this thing around and get it to you right out. I mean, get right out to you and get it out to you right now. Why? Because this is something in my mind that is really urgent. We must, must do this right now. It's a powerful teaching. Well, that's all we have for today. This is Bill Winston saying we'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. There is a partnership that is unstoppable, victorious in every situation, working together to advance the kingdom of God. This partnership is between kings and priests. Say to the hand, I don't need you. Well, what do I do with the eye? See with it. What do I do with the hand? Work with it. So I'm saying, priest, see, kings, work. Understand the plan God has for this divine connection in this three-part series, Kings and Priests. The kings need the priests, and the priests need the kings. For us to get the job done that God has for us to do, is that we're going to have to come together with a divine partnership. Order your copy of Kings and Priests today, and Dr. Bill Winston will explain the biblical definition of a king and a priest, who holds the vision and who holds the provision, the purpose of the king's anointing and how it relates to the priest anointing, and so much more. God is about to speak direction and timing to the king. And God will use your priest to speak direction and timing and tell you things he hears that you can't hear yet. To order your copy of Kings and Priests, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.billwinston.org. There is a divine purpose for your life. Once you understand where you fit in the biblical model of kings and priests, you can boldly go forth in your unique calling. Order your copy of Kings and Priests today. Success is a choice. This choice is driven by the decisions you make. In his book, 
Transform your thinking, transform your life. Dr. Bill Winston will tell you why God created you to think big. As a man thinketh, so is he. Want to change your life? Change your thoughts. Order your copy today. Transform your thinking, transform your life. Pastor Bill Winston personally invites you to Living Word Christian Center, located at 7600 West Roosevelt Road in Forest Park, Illinois. Our Sunday services are at 7, 9, or 11.15 a.m. with a midweek Bible study Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. For more information, please call 708-697-5000. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.